0: Assalamu alaikum Hajj is also a beautiful reminder of being humble and obviously the opposite of humility is arrogance and pride and that is one of the qualities of shaitan that is one one of the qualities of iblis that was the essence of why iblis was pretty much kicked out of jannah right? and uh, why he rejected the uh, sujood to the prophet adam so you know it's very clear that Iblis, when he rejected doing sajda or falling down in prostration to Adam when he was created out of honor to Adam, he clearly says that I am better than him. This notion of I am better than him, in Hajj we are reminded that we are better than nobody. Everybody is equal in front of Allah except for who has taqwa, who has more taqwa, who has more good deeds. And these are things that are only between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As for our external appearances, as for our possessions, if we start, you know, uh, labeling ourselves as better than others, based on our possessions, based on our status in society, based on your job, based on your title, then that's a big problem. Because the title that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has actually given us is the the title of abd, the the title of a slave. And that is basically the highest honor you can get with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, what's beautiful about this title is that, you know, it's the lowest title you can have in society, right? So, you know, in society, you have uh, presidents, you have the prime ministers, you have, um, you know, CEOs, chairmen, managers, PhDs, doctors, professors, you know. And then as you go down in society, you have the clerk, you have the secretary. Then you go even lower, you have the guy who washes the car, the janitor, the waiter. And then lower than that is housemates, people who you know, uh, work in, in people's houses for allowance. And then the lowest possible profession you can have is the profession of being a slave. And you know, back in the days, slaves were pretty much bought by masters, right? And basically, the master owns a the slave, there's no salary, nothing, and basically you just be, a fo- that's your full-time job is to serve your master. And so, you know, by accepting the role of abd, we are actually accepting this role of serving our master Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, lovingly, of course, not forcefully, not, uh, you know, hatefully, as in our worldly sense, you know, master-slave, usually it's a very corrupt and violent relationship, there's no mercy involved, but our relationship is a uh, relationship of mercy and love and kindness and, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being the master is caring of us, And he is merciful with us and he's loving us and so we have a um, reciprocal relationship with him also in that sense. So abd is the lowest title you can have. At the same time what Allah says is that, you know, if you accept this role of Abd, then I will honor you with the highest uh, honor. And so the you know, the more humble we are, the more Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raises us. And the opposite is also true. The more arrogant you are, the more highly you think yourself think of yourself in society, the the lower you are in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You could think that you are higher than others, you know, in society in your own perspective, but in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are the lowest of the low. Because these are the qualities of Shaitan. The Prophet in a beautiful hadith reminds us that none of us will enter Jannah if we have even an you know atom's weight or mustard seed Uh, size weight of Arrogance in our hearts can you imagine that that's how dangerous this stuff is and um, You know this is very prevalent in our societies nowadays Um, You know the idea of showing off um, You know what brand you're wearing and you know even for children like where which school your children are studying in? um, where you went for holidays sometimes in our conversations like we tend to you know, uh, mention these things, uh, just to kind of uh, put up a statement that, you know what, we're better than you. And so we've got to be very, very careful with, this, with, these, uh, with these things and these ideas, because we should not be defining ourselves based on our possessions. Okay? That is a false notion. That is the ego, actually. There's a you know, hidden shaitan in all of us, that's the ego that, that wants to define itself by its possessions. It makes you forget that you are not your possessions. you are separate from your possession. At the same time, this ego also wants to define you based on your relationships. You know, it wants to define you based on your status in society. It wants to base your definition of who you are based on your level in society and your income level and how much money you have. Um, Maybe it also defines itself and the way you look, right? And so you think, yet you're more good-looking than others. This is very common with with uh, females, right? And sisters, where you know you constantly are, you're just obsessed with the way you look, the way you dress, what bag you're, ha- which bag you have, which abaya you're wearing. Uh, you constantly want to impress others. You want to stand out from the crowd. You want to be noticed. Um, and this is this is a sign of ego, actually, you know, because the only. Uh, Entity we're supposed to be concerned about impressing and being noticed by is Allah subhanahu wa taala. That doesn't mean you don't dress nicely. That doesn't mean you don't wear the branded clothes if you can afford it. Of course, if these are blessings of Allah on you, then great. You know, um, but don't let that enter your heart, right? Don't let that define who you are. You are not defined by, you know, the, your possessions and what bag your brand is, what brand your bag is, or what. Clothes you wear, or what car you drive, or which ha- which neighborhood your house is in, or where you travel in the summer, or how much money you have in the bank account. So, you know, we don't. The idea is that ego wants you to define you based on these things, whereas, you know, you could have all these possessions and you could be blessed with so many gifts and so many blessings from Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala, but still be humble by not letting these things define who you are. So you don't let that enter your heart. Right? It's just something that you have in your possession, and you use that you could drive a nice car and use that as a as a means to thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. every time you see the car every time you sit in the car you say alhamdulillah for this blessing and so that becomes a means for you to inshallah inc- get be increased in more goodness inshallah so hajj is that reminder that you know what um you are following orders of your emir of the hamla or whatever campaign you're part of you know you are following orders you're following the orders of the prophet Wasallam. You know he uh, basically wants you to follow his manasik the way he did them you need to follow the rituals of Hajj and all the steps of Hajj exactly the way the Prophet ﷺ did no questions asked you can't say why we're we going to Mina why are we, why are we going to Zalfa now how come we have to go to do Jamarat now how come I have to do Halq? how come I have to do that now so all of these things these rituals is where we submit and part of submission is you know, being humble And humility is also part of your character, right? Uh, The way you um, treat people that are weaker than you, the way you you treat your housemate at the house. If you're ordering her around all the time, if you're shouting at her all the time, if you're never pleased with her, if you are someone who uh, is constantly humiliating her and embarrassing her, then that is a sign of major ego. And you'll be questioned about this. Because you know again, the Prophet was sent as mercy to humanity. وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةٍ لِلْعَالَمِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the Prophet to teach us how to be merciful with others around us. When we start, you know, um, because, just because we've hired a housemaid that's, you know, earning much, much less than us, that doesn't make you any better than her. In the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your housemaid could be better than you if she has more taqwa than you, if she's, uh, you know, she's closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is not a measure. You know, the, the society measure of who's the boss, who's the employee, that is not a measure. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يَوْمَ On the Day of Judgment, our money and our possessions and our children will be of uh, no benefit to us except the one who meets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a clean heart. And a clean heart is a heart that has no arrogance in it, that has no pride in it, that has no ego in it. Another sign of ego which also is reminded, uh, you know, something to remember in, during the Hajj times, even during these Dhul-Hajjah the days, right? if you haven't gone for Hajj, is the idea of forgiving others and, and uh, saying sorry if you have done a mistake. One of the signs of ego is that you, you have a hard time saying sorry, you have a hard time apologizing, even if you've done something wrong, you have a very difficult time admitting your mistake. You want to constantly be right. You don't want anyone to prove you wrong. You cannot accept the fact that you have messed up, that you have made a mistake. And you, know, you basically, uh, out of arrogance, you, you don't say sorry. And this leads to conflict. This leads to you know, uh, not speaking to your brother maybe for many, many years. You have so many examples of brothers who aren't talking to each other for 10, 20, 30 years. They're not forgiving each other. Why? Ego issue. Right? At the same time, another uh, quality of ego is not accepting defeat, not bearing the fact that you've lost. Right? Sometimes you know, this is life, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Sometimes you win an argument, sometimes you lose an argument. Sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong, and accepting that you're wrong, accepting loss sometimes. You know This happens in sports. Sometimes people get very agitated when they lose a match, and this is a sign of ego, actually. That always, ego always wants you to win. It always wants you to be right. It wants you to be noticed. Ego wants you to be appreciated by people around you. And that's another thing that, you know, during hajj, we should remember that, you know what, our relationship should only be with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This attachment should be only with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You shouldn't need anybody else's appreciation. Because you cannot appreciate everybody. Remember that. It's impossible to appreciate everybody and so hajj is the time to detach yourself from all these other, you know, uh, attachments that are limiting your potential. And and through the attachment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are empowered. You are free. Right? It gives you this freedom. It gives you the sense of relief that I only need to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All I need is appreciation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's, that's all that matters. Of course, you do your best to, you know, be... Balance in society, with your families, with your, you know, all your different roles in life. You got to do justice in all these roles, but attachment is only with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, because people will let you down, right? Uh, You know, you will have situations where people let you down. So Hajj again is that reminder to be humble, to accept that Allah is your master, you are the slave. That is the highest title you can reach, and don't let ego deceive you don't let ego define who you are based on your possessions don't let ego get you concerned with just being noticed in public being appreciated being uh, defined by your possessions your bank account your your money and your looks and your status in society because all of these things are temporary this world is temporary the prophet described this world as you know um, basically uh, a traveler passing by on his camel and stopping by under a tree, taking a, sm- a small, you know, brief rest, and then getting back on his camel and continuing the journey. This world is just like that small rest under the shade of the tree, subhanAllah. It's a temporary stop. And so all of these things, it's a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you've been given wealth, it's a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To see how, you, will you use it in a beneficial way? Will this money, will your children and your money benefit you or will you use them in it, as a means to make Uh, you know, to show off and to think of yourself highly and and better than others. And so, you know, whether if you rest with great children, use them to, inshallah, benefit you in this world and the next, and uh, beware of showing off, beware of statements that, you know, uh, undermine others, humiliate others, beware of shouting at others, be willing to forgive and be willing to say sorry, and admit your mistakes, and admit your losses, you could be wrong sometimes it's okay it's okay to be wrong sometimes even if you're right it's out of humility acting like you know what i, I it's okay i accept defeat just to end the argument that's also a wise thing to do so inshallah this is a you know humble reminder for for me and for everyone watching that you know uh watch the ego uh very very dangerous thing the process said you have an absolute weight of arrogance in your heart, you will not enter Jannah. So it's something serious, serious that we have to constantly remind ourselves of. And you know, even in Salah, that's what we do all the time, right? We're reminding ourselves of humility, it's doing your ruku, your sajda, like putting your face on the ground. This is all training to become humble. People who don't pray, you have a serious ego issue, right? You're not willing to submit. You're not willing to humble yourself before your master. created you who sustained you who blessed you with all these gifts so how can you not uh, you know be humble right so you know this ego is it's just like this big idol that needs to be broken and only when you break it will you be free will you be free with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that's where you find inner peace happiness and inshallah success in this world and in the next i'll see you tomorrow assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh